Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, and welcome to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by Bet Online. My name is Sam Dracula. I'm a Charlotte Hornets YouTuber and podcaster. And Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to everyone out there listening to this week's episode. I really appreciate the support and uh, I want to send some love out there um, during this holiday season. You know, um, it's a good time to kind of settle and kind of reflect. You know, things slow down around the holidays, whether it's work or school, what have you. And you know, with the Hornets here, I think it's a good idea to kind of reflect. Um, I talked about last week the team's overall defensive woes. I want to, I want to, it's, it, I want to be more positive this week. Okay, last week was a little, little downer of an episode because things were kind of down for the team. I can't lie, you know. You know, you watch this team. You've been watching this team play. This team is dead even, five hundred seventeen and seventeen. As I'm recording this, it's December twenty sixth just around 10 a.m., just for reference. In case there's breaking news later that I don't talk about, that's why I didn't know about it yet. But the Hornets right now, 17 and 17, like I mentioned, they're an eight seed in the Eastern Conference between the Sixers and the Celtics. Man, 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 man. This team is 9 and 13 on the road, 8 and 4 at home in the last 10 games, 4 and 6. They had an impressive win over the Nuggets um, in the last game out, which is incredible. So salute to them. Uh, Jokic, 29 points or 21 rebounds is actually insane. So that, that's, a, that's a whole different thing. Uh, but we're keeping it, we're keeping it positive, right? Uh, this, this Hornets team um, plays the Rockets tomorrow. That's a revenge game after that unfortunate um, situation in Houston where they lost um, to a team that had two wins on the entire season up until that point. Pacers, Suns, Wizards, Pistons. So... And the next five games, there's some set, like all, all of them are very winnable, except that Suns one. That Suns one is going to be really tough. But at least it's at home. You know, the Hornets are on a, on a much needed homestand um, coming up here. Uh, ho- hopefully bounce things out a little bit. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. But bounce is kind of the key here, right? Because <laughs> this is why the team is 500. A few steps forward, a few steps back. While this team continues to gel, um, I think we'll continue to see that the rest of the way. And all things considered, being an eight seed at Christmas isn't the worst thing in the world. Could be a lot worse. You could be the Knicks, could be the Hawks, you know? Things are okay here in Charlotte and in the Hornets universe, all right? Stay, just everyone be calm. Everything will be all right. Everything will be fine. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. I want to say thank you to Bet Online for sponsoring the podcast. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit just use your promo code believe b-l-e-a-v-5-0 believe 50 to receive your bonus from basketball football nhl boxing and ufc right to your favorite vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season 2022 coming up soon bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports bet online where the game starts. All right. Listen, I'm dishing out grades. All right. I'm dishing out grades. This is my gift, right? For everyone out there, for these players. I can't, you know, we're going to get a guy who uh, has everything, right? How about a letter grade from a stranger? All right. So we're starting 
at the top as far as games played. Individuals like Kuboka, Scotty Lewis, Vernon Carey Jr., very small sample size, five games played between the three of them. So no grades for them, all right? Well, I may talk about them a little bit, but I'm going to start off with Miles Bridges, okay? 34 games played on the season. You know, he's tied with Oubre as far as, you know, most games played, you know, 100% of the games played, haven't, haven't missed a single game. And boy, that is sorely needed. Um, between COVID protocols and just general wear and tear throughout the season, we need as many of these guys healthy as possible. And, you know, this team has shown the, the next man up mentality is not too bad. This team is way deeper than a lot of people, I think, expected going into this year. Um, and they have the luxury of like, you know, shelving their, their first round rookies, Book Knight and Kai Jones, who have you know, Book Knight's played 15 games. Uh, Kai Jones has played nine games uh, so far this year. And most of that's garbage time. The vast majority of that's garbage time for Kai Jones specifically. Um, that, that's a position, like an enviable position for a lot of rosters, um, for a lot, a lot of teams. They don't have to rush the rookies into heavy rotation minutes, you know, kind of develop them over time, which this team likes to do. Um, the issue is, though, still need a center. But that's a whole different conversation. Not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about Miles Bridges, all right? Homie is having a career year, Okay. He's, he, got his, he has his moment. He bet on himself in the offseason, and he is delivering, okay? He, on the year, right, 19.7 points per game, seven rebounds, three assists. He's shooting 47 from the floor, 47% from the floor, 31% from three. Not great. Um, that's, a, that's a sizable dip from what we saw last year. For instance, uh, last year, he shot 4.4 four, 4. 4 three-pointers a game at around 40%. Through 34 games this year, he's taken two more threes per game, but that percentage took a massive dip uh, to 314%. Sorry, what am I talking about? 314, that's mad. <laughs> 31%, all right? Miles, if you can tighten up the shot selection um, and improve that efficiency, I, I may be too late for an all-star push for him, but he'll get paid in the offseason. Please, and obviously, please keep him. I need him in Charlotte. We need, we need Miles in Charlotte. Uh, for the foreseeable future, man. He's going to be the cornerstone of this franchise along with LaMelo Ball. Got to make sure these guys are taken care of, send the right message to the players, to the fan base that when, these, when we draft these guys and develop these guys, we keep these guys. Got to keep that going, you know. Um, but yeah, Miles, man, he's been an incredible leader for the squad. Um, second leading scorer on the team, barely. LaMelo, 19.8. Miles is 19.7. And so, you know, I'm, I'm going to give Miles an, a solid A, Okay. That's going to be my grade. It's going to be standard school grade system here. Just for me, the percentages are, are lower than they should be, given Miles' uh, talent and skill set. Just go what you, we've come to see from him. And even like from the free throw line, 87% last year, uh, 77% this year. But again, the volume has increased. So he was, he's not really able to maintain that efficiency, but the volume's there. Um, and he's a major piece to why this Hornets team is at the top of most scoring charts in the league. So shouts to Miles. He gets an A from me. It'd be an A plus if he kept his, kept his percentages, but easy A, right? Next up, Kelly Oubre, like I mentioned, along with Miles Bridges, played in 100% of the games this year, bouncing back and forth between the bench and the starting lineup. My guy can play multiple positions. He's brand new to the squad, fits in very well from what I can tell. 
and seems to be enjoying his basketball life here in Charlotte, um, which is great to see. You know, uh, he signed a two year deal. And at this point, you know, only through 34 games. I hope I'm, I'm I, I wish it was longer. Like, I'm really happy Kelly Oubre is part of this team. And his like his shooting is the game is like the game within the game with the shooting. Right. It's so weird, man. Like the, the shooting percentage is so weird game to game. You don't know really what you're going to get. But overall, he's killing it from from three. Like this is the best he's ever shot the ball from distance. Now, it's the most he's ever shot the from distance as well. Right. Career highs through 34 games this season. Thirty seven percent. Let's, let's round up. Let's round up for Kelly Oubre. Let's call it 38 percent. Seven point seven, three attempts per game for Oubre. My guy has the green light. It is making the most of it, and I'm here for it. He's, he's excellent on defense. He has the size and athleticism, like I mentioned, to play multiple positions. The Kelly Oubre acquisition is a bargain. Um, you know, he's one of those guys that was signed later into the window, like in that free agency window where a lot of teams were missing money and money uh, tied up in other places, and the Hornets took good advantage of it. I think next year is only partially guaranteed if the Hornets want to leverage it that way in some form or fashion, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pressing that at all. Like $12 million this year and 12.6 next year. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that is, that's such a good deal, man. Um, that's good business, great business. Um, and you know, hopefully Kelly Oubre can maintain his, uh, his form the rest of the way, because I don't know what the six man race is looking like. I, I'm not too pressed about that either, uh, for individual awards. But Ubre, as a as a guy who can reliably start or reliably come off the bench, create his own shot, get other people involved, and start fast breaks off defensive stops, man, Kelly Ubre is legit. Uh, he gets a solid A from me as well. I'm so psyched uh, from the contract, first year in town, like really no like grace period, really not grace period, uh, no warm up from day one. He seemed like really involved and like really happy to be here, um, and I hope that continues, and I think it will continue. All right, next up, Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward, Gordon Hayward. I said his name three times because he is, he has played in the third most games. He's missed one game. My man. So Gordon on the year, 33 games played, 17, four, and 3.8. Let's let's call that four. 45% from the field, 39% from three, 86 from the free throw line. Like Gordon Hayward is an incredible, an incredible, incredible basketball player and I don't really understand the Hayward hate I mean I get the contract if you're if you're beefing the contract I I can understand that but as a as a player he is incredible okay he's an all-star player <laughs> like statistically not this year but he's a he has that all-star talent and he's taking a back seat he's, he's taking um the, the fourth most shots per game, right? It goes Lamelo, Miles, Terry, Hayward, and then Ubre is right behind him. There's a big drop off after that. Where the plan, I got to imagine, when Hayward signed here for all that money <laughs> for uh, last off season, was for him to be the leading scorer. Was for him to be the guy, the guy to get the most shots off on the team. And that's not the case. And I think that's a credit to his character and his like ability to fit in and, and do multiple things. In the half court, whether it's creating um, off the dribble or being available off the catch 
or setting screens or going for offensive rebounds or just shooting that uh, free throw line jumper that he's so slick at. Like Hayward can do a lot of things for this team. He doesn't need the ball to be effective. And you, you uh, man, I, I'm very happy he's part of this team. And I get the, also, you know, folks who are like doing the trade machine stuff. I mean, if you Google him, people are trying to trade him for Porzingis. It's kind of, that's kind of mad to me. Uh, not even kind of mad. It's really insane to me. Um, I'm not about it. Hayward needs to be part of this franchise this year, next year. Uh, if you want to talk about trades after that, fair play. But I, he's, I think he's important, an important piece of the puzzle here. And I think developing that continuity is a very big thing. But that's just, that's off. I'm off to a tangent. All right, off to a tangent. Uh, I'm going to give Hayward a B plus. Okay, it's a it's like a solid B plus, like a borderline, like a B plus, A minus. Okay, N- not for anything he's doing wrong. I just want more of it. This Hornets team takes a lot of shots per game. <laughs> so there's, there's a lot of shots to go around. A lot, a lot of people chucking the ball for the squad. I just want more, man. I just want more volume from Hayward. And uh, he, he has the skill. He has the capabilities to be an incredible scorer in this league. He is an incredible scorer in this league, you know? I just want more of it. So I'm giving a B plus. He stayed healthy. He's doing all the right things on the court. Um, I'm giving a B plus for me, um, in my opinion. All right, next up, Cody Martin. Uh, 29 games played uh, on the year for various reasons, illness and COVID. Um, I think he was out sick previously. Um, and then he's on the, he got placed on the, the health and safety list later. But no matter what, Cody Martin's been an incredible, 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 uh, valuable individual to this rotation. And he's proved positive in the success of this front office and developmental system. Anyone who is concerned about the development of Book Knight and Kai Jones, I would tell them just please relax. Look what this team did with a second round pick in Cody Martin and imagine what they'll do with Kai Jones and James Book Knight in year two, year three, year four. Give it some time. I promise it'll be okay. It will be fine. Cody Martin, okay? Career highs, league highs, <laughs> depending on when you look, in three-point percentage. Holy hell, 50% from three um, on 2.3 attempts per game. 50% from the floor overall. Man is shooting the lights out. We knew. We knew the effort was always there. The hustle has always been there um, on the defensive end and offensive end. Um, but he's never been this type of scorer in his career, right? Uh, last, or his rookie year, five points a game, right? In 2020, 2021, four points per game. This year, 9.4 points per game, given the opportunity to play more minutes. He's made the leap from 16 minutes per game last year to 27 minutes per game this year. He's started games. He came off the bench. and He's been the first man off the bench. He's been the last man off the bench. Cody Martin can do a lot, you know? Even when this team lost LaMelo and Inish, he was essentially like, by default, the point guard. He was not really the point guard, but he's kind of the point guard. And it wasn't bad. You know, it was not something you want to rely on for like a long stretch of, like a long stretch of time. But Cody Martin proved to be a capable, is proven right now, has proven right now to be a capable offensive player, an incredible two-way player. And he's going to make a lot of money in this league for a very long time. And I'm very happy right now that he's with us and hopefully we can keep him here and he doesn't price himself out. Because Cody, Cody Martin is elite, man. I'm psyched. He's he's an elite role player for the squad, and can I think he can fit on any rotation in this league. And I think that's again testament to him, testament to his front office and development. Salute to Cody Martin. He gets an A. All right. All right up next, Lamelo Ball. He missed a good chunk of time due to health and safety protocols. 
Um, on the year, 19.8 points per game, 7.5 rebounds, 8 assists. Those numbers are stupid. <laughs> like 27 and 8 is stupid good. Like, I, and I say that with love. Like, that, those numbers are insane. For a second year player, um, <laughs> he's 20 years old, y'all. He's 20 years old. Hasn't even played 82 games in a year yet. He's getting close. He's at 79. So I don't know what else to say, man. Lamelo, I think he's going to be an all-star this year. He should be an all-star this year with those numbers, with this team, this Hornets team playing um, as well as they are offensively. There's some, there are small things with Lamelo that could be improved upon, um, but you know he's 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 a young player still. You know there's still there's still times where he's subbed off uh, defensively in late game situations, um, which isn't great. You want your you want your best player on your team to be on the floor at all times. So that that is I think that would be a, a critique that I would love to see improved upon. But statistically across the board, everything's up <laughs> for him. Um, even like the free throw percentage jump is insane. Seventy five percent last year, ninety one percent this year. You know there's no signs of any issues with his wrist after that injury last year. Um, you know, you know, you got it hurt, came back for those last 10 games. He's clearly not the same guy, clearly concerned about his right wrist. And um, none of that this year, you know, shooting the ball super well. Uh, 38%? Yeah, almost 39% from three. Man, 42% from the floor. He's, he's been shooting it a lot and it's been going in a lot. So, you know, LaMelo, for me, A+. plus. I'm going to take a quick break uh, say thank you to one of our sponsors, Lightbox. Say goodbye to dull gifts. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year. Using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques, they've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price, $800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but just grown in a lab because of the process. They can create stones in blush pink and beautiful blue, as well as classic white. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift they'll never want to take off. Priced so they won't have to. They really do make any outfit sparkle. Visit lightboxjewelry.com to add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox diamonds. Never a dull moment. Up next, Jalen Mick. Daniels. All right, 27 games played, 6.5 points, 3.7 rebounds, one assist. Um, I think, what is he, ninth? Yeah, he's, he's playing the ninth most minutes on the team. Um, 17, um, 17.1 minutes per game played this year. And this is one of those where how do you, how do you judge a guy who's, who's going to be a low off the rotation guy? And the way I look at it is, does he let the team down when he's on the floor? For me, answer is no. You know, he adds to what's going on. He's not going to carry. He knows his role within the confines of the unit he's within. Um, You know, a lot. if he's on the floor, he's not going to be the number one option. He's like the third or fourth option at best, right? And he's excellent at running the floor. He's very quick, has really like a really good reach on him for chase down blocks and even throwing down shots to the Nuggets. Um, So McDaniel's like, for what he is, is as far as the rotation goes i'm really happy with him um i'm just gonna i'm gonna do a b for him um that's only because excuse me um that's only because it's kind of hard to judge a guy who's playing 17 minutes per game you know um in the in the way he's used um and i think there's nothing wrong with the b you know shout out to my high school teachers nothing wrong with the b um he 
is just is doing what he's supposed to be doing out there. And then when he does, he's doing it well. 52% from the floor, like 41% from three. You know, the games where he'll go like 0 for 3. Even their game where he'll go like six, hit six shots, six shots from distance. So it's a lot of ups and downs with Jalen. And I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm, the beauty of, that's the beauty of like the, low, the lower bench guys. If, they're, if they got it, if they're firing off, if the shots are going in, let them play. If not, adjust. Put another guy in there. Nick Richards up next. All right. Nick Richards, 27 games played. He's on par with, uh, he equals Nick Rich or Nick, Nick Richards. Nick Richards equals Jalen McDaniels on that front. Um, I'm like, he gets a B for me. I was going to give him a B just off rip here. Um, the numbers are inconsequential for me, at least. Richards, he started games five um, of the 27 he started in. He's there. You know, he's a seven footer that is there to do the dirty work. And for that reason, you get a B from me, easy, clean. And I love, I love him for it. Um, this team, you know, I had, we were without Mason Plumlee for a long stretch of time. And um, we needed, we need size, still need size. <laughs> PJ can't do it all on his own and he's undersized. So as one of the few big men on the team, he stepped up in a big way, man. After only playing 18 games all year, he's played 27 thus far. And he's showing to be a capable NBA player. And I'm here for it. Again, another sign that this team knows how to develop young players. And so just please, please, please be, be patient with any and all current rookies and future rookies as this team moves forward and hopefully makes a Eastern Conference playoff push. But that's a whole different story. Terry Rozier, Scary Terry. 25 games played from Scarence Terrence, all right? Not great, but stuff happens. Ankle injuries, COVID, things, things like this happen, all right? Took a while. Took a while for, for Terry to get clicking, okay? For that reason, I'm giving him a B plus. I love Terry Rozier. I love Terry Rozier. I, like, he's one of my favorite players on the team, obviously. Um, I love his mentality. I love him in, like, the, in the fourth quarter, especially on the year, 16.5 points per game, three rebounds, three assists, 41% from the floor. This, this is our killer, 34% from three. Last year, um, the year before, we're, we're around the 40% mark. He took a serious dip, um, a, a, a decent-sized dip in the distance shooting this year. But I, I credit that to his slow start, you know? Present-day Terrogier, I think is fine. You may be an A He's an A for me, I would say. But in totality of the season so far, Terry Rozier is a B-plus for me. Um, by the time the season ends, I think it'll be an A-plus. I can't lie. I think Terry's going to heat up, and this team is going to help this team like push past this weirdness that's going on into the upper area, the out-of-the-playing area of the uh, Eastern Conference standings. Okay, up next, Mason Plumley. You know, we got him on draft day. <laughs> traded for him, got JT Thor in the deal. Um, a great trade, I think, in retrospect. Even in the moment, I liked it, um, knowing that we were probably losing Zeller and Biz and free agency, and we needed a veteran big here in Charlotte. And Mason Plumlee's been that, you know? I think I, I, if anyone expected more from Mason Plumlee, I don't know what you're, like what the issue is. I don't know what you expected. Um, this is what I expected. Homie has six points per game, seven rebounds. That's pretty much what he's been doing his whole career, right? Last year, Mason Plumlee, 10 points, nine rebounds. The year before, seven points, five rebounds. The year before that, seven points per game, six rebounds per game. Like, it's going to be like that. It may be like it's going to be like sink, 
like in the nine to 10 points per game, nine to 10 rebounds per game. And some some interesting bounce passes mixed in, you know, that, that's Mason Plumlee in a nutshell. And I, I think he's a, been a valuable addition to the team. I would still the team still needs center help. He can't. He's not enough. Mason Plumlee's not enough. Uh, but that's not I'm not holding that against him for Mason Plumlee in a vacuum here in Charlotte. What am I grading him? I'm grading him. I'm giving him I'm giving him a, a, a B plus. OK, Um that's what I expect. Like, this is what I expect. It could be better. His numbers last year were better um, through the entirety of last year. Now, this year, he's only played in 25 games. Um, you know, it, stuff happens. Plenty of time to right the ship. Um, hypothetically, you know, like if Plumlee ends the season like he did last year with a double-double, essentially, it will get an A-plus from me. I would love that for him. But... In the totality of things, I need another center to go along with him because 10 and 10 from Mason Plumlee is not enough for this team to you know make some moves, make some waves in the Eastern Conference. I hope that makes sense. But Plumlee, for his individual performances this year, you know what? I'm going B. I'm I'm as a, I'm 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 downgrading Plumlee just to a, a regular B. As I'm kind of talking about this, I think that sounds right because I gave Terry a B plus and I, I put. I think Terry's played better for Terry Rozier standards than Mason Plumley has for Mason Plumley standards thus far. All right, that's locked in. But Plumley, just for the record, 6.4 re- points per game, 7.1 rebounds, um, 58% from the floor. You know, he's not leaving the paint very much when he does. He's looking to pass it into the paint. He's not shooting it. Definitely not shooting it uh, from distance. But it is what it is. You know, shots to Mason. I still think I still think it was a really good addition, uh, especially on draft night. And JT Thor, who came over in the deal, looks like to be he could be something special in the future here. So it's a big dub, big dub for the for, for the front office acquiring Mason. For our Ish Smith, right? Twenty two games played. Another new guy on the on the team. Five points per game. One point three rebounds. Two point five assists. Forty point eight from the floor. 46% from three. Shout out to Ish. 50% from the free throw line. That's a fat rip, but that, that's not good. Do better, Ish. You can do better. I believe in you. <laughs> but Ish was brought in to be a backup point guard as the backup point guard. You know, I think he's been, he's been fine. I think he serves that role very well. He pushes the pace really well. Like he's not the same, he's not the same player as Lamelo, um, And He's not. It's not fair to him to like for him to like play that way, you know. Um, it's just gonna play the way he plays. Just keep things going offensively and defensively. It gets a B for me. Um, if if his free throw percentage was a little higher, I'd do I'd do a B plus. <laughs> but that that free throw that free throw percentage is, is tough. It's real, real tough, real real tough. And I think he's capable even of playing better than he is currently. I, th- I expect a lot from Mitch Smith, um, and I think the season will prove out. Um, but I'm I'm really happy with him as the backup point guard with this team. Honestly, like Terry Rozier can slide over. Um, Cody Martin can slide over. Um, these guys, a lot of players, Bridges can create his own shot. Ubre can create his own shot. Hayward can create his own shot. Cody Bart can create his own shot. LaMelo Ball can create his own shot. Terry Rozier can create his own shot. Uh, James Booknight can create his own shot. <laughs> PJ Washington can create his own shot. You get what I'm going? You get where I'm going with this? Um, so like the point guard play, as far as a facilitator and playmaker, all Ish needs to do is, you know, control the ball, control the pace. Because there are plenty of guys that can operate on the floor without someone feeding them, right? Uh, being set up for shots. So the, the dynamic on the team is very weird for that reason. And Ish is a very good guy to have off the bench and play that point guard role when need be. 
Uh, PJ Washington up next. All right, PJ, um, 21 games played. Um, you missed some, a, serious, a serious chunk of the season um, thus far. And this is one of the things. You just kind of have to roll with the punches. He missed two games. Uh, he missed the fourth and fifth game of the season. Then he missed a bunch of games from um, November, basically the entirety of, the, of November, and then uh, was out with, I think, food poisoning, I think was reportedly uh, the case, um, allegedly. I don't know. But he missed one game in December. Um, PJ, like he's, man, poor PJ. Freshman year, freshman year, geez. Rookie year, thrown into the starting lineup. I think he played very well. Uh, 50, 58 games played in that COVID-shortened year. Um, 45% from the field, uh, 37% from three. He looked like he was like a really good shooter <laughs> early on in his career. <clears throat> and then next year, uh, he gets, uh, he's asked to play the center position out of nowhere. Uh, something that, that he was, and he's still able to maintain his scoring numbers in that, in that new role. Um, he went from 12.2 points per game, his freshman, I keep saying freshman year, his rookie year, and then 12.9 points per game, his sophomore year in the league, his second year in the league, while, you know, improving his percentages in the process, at least from three. Um, so, PJ's an interesting case. Now he's coming off the bench, right? That's three different situations for him in three different years. And all things considered, when he's available, he looks to be a, he looks to be the two way forward that a lot of teams look for in this league. So we should be happy we have him. And if a trade comes, a trade comes. I think PJ is a viable asset if the Hornets go down that route. Um, but I'm not pushing for it either because I think PJ is a viable guy. I just wish he was 6'10". <laughs> if he was 6'10", we'd be golden, man. We'd be in a great place. We'd have a legit center that can defend the other legit centers in the league. Uh, PJ can, like, at times, but it's tough, man. So on the year, PJ, 10.9 points per game, 5.2 rebounds, 2.3 assists, 46% from the field, 43 from distance, 75% from the free throw line. Um, all on par or better than his career number. So PJ, honestly, like, I just wish he played more games, but that's cir- circumstances are the circumstances. <clears throat> I think he has a, a large enough sample size, I'd say, uh, to give him like a solid grade as I'm like, I can't really give, like I mentioned before, giving Vernon Carey a grade is kind of not fair to him because he's only played two games in a year. You know what I mean? But for PJ, PJ gets a B plus for me. I, I, PJ is one of my favorite guys on the team to watch. Um, I think a lot of teams would be happy to have him. I'm very happy to have him. Um, and yeah, so listen, <clears throat> excuse me. Those are the grades. I'm going to recap them. Um, Miles Bridges, A. Kelly Oubre, A. Gordon Hayward, B+. Cody Martin, A. Lamelo, A+. McDaniels, B. Richards, B. Rogier B+. Plumlee, B. Ish, B. <laughs> and PJ Washington, B+. All right? Those are individual grades for those individual players through the first 34 games of the year. Now that we're at Christmas time, uh, book night, Kai Jones, even Thor, Carrie Lewis, Koboka. This just, we haven't seen enough of those guys play for me to give a fair grade. I'd say. So that's my list. Those are my grades. <laughs> so those are my, those are my grades for the first 34 games of the NBA season. Um, I'll be back next week uh, with a new episode, a new podcast with more Hornets basketball to talk about. Um, and then, yeah, hopefully this team can, can push and get above 500. <laughs> That'd be really great. I would love that for Christmas. I know it's late, but better late than never. Like I'll, I'll take a Christmas present um, on the 27th. You know, I ain't mad at that. They got, they got the, the, the Rockets. 
on the 27th, right? Yeah, so I'll take that. You know, Pacers on the 29th, I'll take a win. Two games above 500 before that Suns game, so we can savor that, see what that feels like. <laughs> I'm hoping for the best. But honestly, though, listen, you guys are absolutely the best. I appreciate everyone that comes through and supports this podcast, supports me, supports the YouTube channel, et cetera. Uh, keep it up. Um, I'll keep it up. Um, and uh, yeah, we're not going anywhere. All right. Onwards and upwards. And we're doing this together. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Sam. You've been great. You've listened to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network presented by Bet Online. I'll see you next time. Merry Christmas. Peace. Perfect. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube